What up, socialites? Welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast with me, Joe Dombrowski. And me, and Gaspar Andazzo. Just so you guys know, if you didn't see... Well, first of all, Happy, happy New, New Year. Year, guys. Great New to have Year, you here. You? Get ready. New Year, New You. Speaking of, in this episode, Gaspar and I did a deep dive of each other's Facebook page, and we tried to find shit out about each other. Just kind of a reflection on the past is what the theme is of this episode. But funny that you said that, Gasper, because right when my Instagram started popping off, I literally had less than 10,000 followers. And I did this whole thing where I was like, new year, new you. And I found sponsors and I did like a giveaway every day for like 15 days leading up to New Year's. That's a lot. What'd you give away? cool shit like an aquarium <laughs> that grows plants on the top a bunch of money gift cards just like i don't are know are you still doing it shit no i haven't done it since that year because it was a pain in the ass but i did get a shitload of followers from it because i was like if you want all you have to do to enter is follow me right in the comments that you want it tag a friend and make sure you're both following me and then uh, it'll be a whoop-de-doo happy new you and it worked, but I was a total sellout and I don't regret it. It wasn't a total sellout because you gave people what they wanted and they wanted gifts and you gave them. Baby, I'm always giving the people what they want. That's what I hear. I'm, that's, what, that's the name of the game. Um, but, but wait, before we get into it, let's talk about our dates really quick. You guys, my dates are up, ready to go. My spring tour, get your tickets at mrdtimes3.com. I'm coming to New Brunswick, New Jersey, Honolulu, Hawaii, Spokane, Washington, Toronto, Sacramento, California, Los Angeles, California, Denver, St. Louis, Vermont, Nashville, Austin, Texas, Philly, Charlotte, Madison, Wisconsin. Gaspar and is going to be with me at Spokane and New Brunswick, New Jersey. Get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com. Gas, what you got? I will be in Austin. I will be in St. Louis. I will be in Boston. I will be in Rochester. I will be in Spokane. I will be in New Brunswick. So with Joe for those last two. So come on down. Get your tickets at GasparAndAzzo.com. So, Joe, actually speaking of, since this is a New Year's new episode, whatever, do you have a New Year's resolution? Not really a resolution. There's a resolution. Yeah, I feel it's just like, like a changing. It doesn't necessarily, it's not Lent. You don't give it. No, up. a New Year's goal. I have goals. My big goal for this year is I say it every year. This is the year for sure. I need to get back in a really good fitness routine just because when I was on. Guess your screen is like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> I am so far it. back on your Facebook right now that I'm just trying to get <laughs> back to the very beginning where it all began. All right, oh. sorry, go ahead. Okay, I okay, I want to get back in a really good fitness routine. I used to be in a great fitness routine where I was working out minimum five times a day and eating very, You're working very out well. five times and a day. Esper, I, I used to go to the gym before, dude. I used to go to the gym before work. I'd get there at four o'clock in the morning, go home, get ready, go to work, come back to the gym because I was a spin instructor, teach a spin cycling class and then work out after that class and then go home. What'd you do at the gym? Work out, <laughs> like weights and stuff. I'm just stuff. kidding. <laughs> I used to go to socialize. <laughs> so. 
It was great. I was, I, I, but I, but honestly, when I was in that, I felt so much, I was getting better sleep. I was so much more alert during the day. My body was just feeling good. I felt like I keep up. I want to get back to that. But my big, big, big goal for 2023 is I want to do a late night set on late night TV. That's oh, yeah, the goal. That's cool. It's going to happen. It's happening this year. I believe in you. What's yours? I think mine is to do more shows. And then that could just mean it's a very blanket goal. It's just to do mm. more shows and, you know, a blanket maybe goal. make a career out of it and to be the best dad that I could possibly be. <laughs> no, that's always my everyday goal. I, lo- uh, I love it. I, I do love it. I do love it. Because, you know, it's also However, true. <laughs> you're, it is true. And it is true about you. And you do very much. You're a great Thank dad. You. But it's so funny when you say it out loud because the fans are just like, yes. No, I don't know. I don't, like, it's so hard because like, my ultimate goal are, yeah, to do comedy full time. But I also, you know, I don't I, like my it's hard because I got the two kids, you know, and I love being with my kids. So it's, it's you know, it's a- let's be real. Comedy has the potential to give your family an incredible life teaching we see where the cap is we know yeah, it can but, only go this far yeah, that's true all right well we'll talk we've talked about this off air we don't have to hash it out in front of yeah. all these people or potentially nobody we don't know with the we don't know how many people are listening because <laughs> it's a new year so we don't know the numbers yet do you want to go first with your Facebook finds or do you want me to? Oh, wait, but my other resolution in all seriousness, it is to actually just eat better. It's not necessarily work out. I want to work out, but I probably won't. But I want to eat better as a whole. Like today I ate a salad again. It was good. <laughs> do you mean that? Yeah, I put feta cheese in it and craisins. And a walnut and mozzarella sticks and ketchup. No, and, and this girl next to me was a teacher next to me was eating sweet potato pampora or whatever she ordered from sushi, and she's like, "Oh, do you want this pampora temp tempora tempora tempora, tempora. so tempora tempora you know the fried sweetest whatever." And she was like, "Do you want this?" And I was gonna say yes, and then I was like, "No, old me wants that. New me wants no part of that." <laughs> And she was like, I hate you. I got it. I I saved this to read to you today on the podcast. My uncle always sends me funny stuff that he finds on the internet, but not like memes and pictures and things, like things that he actually finds. Like if he ever comes across a really random review that somebody left or something like that. And he was looking up an air fryer because we've been talking about air fryer so much on the podcast. He said, listen to this Amazon review I just read for an air fryer. This is a real review. We decided as a family that we wanted to make some changes to our diet. We love our deep fryer. After reading many reviews, watched even more videos on air fryers, we thought that this was going to be the right move. We were super excited to try this new toy out. We unpackaged the unit and followed the startup process. This was an especially important step. We quickly whipped up some homemade chicken nuggets, french fries, mozzarella sticks for supper. Mm. (laughs) And using the air fryer, you should give them 30 more seconds than what it says. Sounds like you're off to a great start with the healthy eating, whoever wrote that. Well, to be fair, they were probably going to eat them anyway. So at least if they air fried them, (laughs) it's a little bit better. So that's called progress. Yes. All right. Your baby steps. So guys, so like Joe said, we are going to, so I 
last night started the process of going through Joe's Facebook. And I had to go all the way back to 2014, where it all began. And that's where, that's- My Facebook? That's, oh, more loaded. It never ends, Joseph. Never. So- Yeah, my Facebook, I probably started Facebook in 2006. So I, I started Facebook, when were we in- college 2007 so i started facebook in 2008 and i had it for years then i started becoming a teacher and i got scared i kind of got <laughs> yes yeah i became a teacher and i was like mm, maybe <laughs> yeah. i shouldn't have facebook so i deleted it and then i got married and then i was like well now i have someone who could tell me if I, what i'm doing is wrong or right so and that applies <laughs> to all aspects of life so I reopened Facebook in 2015. So my early stuff is 2015. And believe it or not, when I restarted the Facebook, I actually initially reopened it as a sign language tutoring page. Yes, you did. Because all of your, the first thing you ever posted was every single hand, like hand mm -hmm. making every letter of the alphabet. Yep. Because originally it was for sign language tutoring because I was doing that my first few years of teaching. I was tutoring in sign language a lot, doing private tutoring. So I was like, oh, let me yeah. make a Facebook page for my tutoring. I think it was even called originally like Mr. Randazzo's ASL. Mm. So, mm. so, but then like I got married, then I got tagged in like a thousand photos, you know? And then I was like, all right, fuck it. You got tagged in so many. Your wedding looked fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Did you see how I shaved my head? I saw your wedding. I saw your honeymoon. I saw your kids be born. But all of this in reverse. I literally watched Gasper age back. Don't I look it better was the now? Craziest thing. Yeah, you do yeah, look better. Because now. I, you look like you look like a man now. <laughs> I look like a boy. And on top you of it, you look like a teenager getting yeah, married. Well, and then I shaved my head the night before the wedding as a joke to surprise my wife, and she hated it. She cried, and she told me she wasn't going to marry me. On the altar. That is. Well, it wasn't like a joke. The guy was so like, funny. oh, I could do a really nice haircut. I went to someone who wasn't my barber and he's like, yeah, let's do real short. And I was like, sounds good. And he, he buzzed my head. So I went from like having the hair I have now to just a straight buzz cut for my wedding. So like Melissa's like, yeah, you're not, did. this isn't the person who I thought. You also, there's lots of pictures of straight Mike Sugarman at your <laughs> wedding. It was wild. He he is macho in your wedding. Pictures. Why is he not macho anymore? Because he still listens. So right now he's in the car. He's probably no. He's nacho. He's macho. But like you can see, it's like straight Mike Sugarman. Did I ever tell you about when he came nobody out? Nobody at us? this wedding knows he's gay. I think <laughs> weren't you like an ass? And you were like, yeah, Mike. Well, we were in the car driving to Boston, and he was like, <laughs> or he was like all weird the whole car ride, all quiet and weird, and he's like. Right before we got out of the car, it was for a family event. This is my brother-in-law. He's like, hey, guys, I have to share something with you guys. And he's like, ah, I don't remember how exactly, but basically he was like, I don't know if you know, you know this, but like, I'm seeing somebody. And we were like, oh, cool. And he's like, it's a guy. And I'm like, no way. That's crazy. Shut up. I was like, I would have never <laughs> yes, known. You and then he's like, I hate you. You did this. He's like, I hate you. <laughs> and I'm like, and we're like, did you really think? That we didn't think that, like, 
It's so funny as a gay person because you legit convince yourself that you're fooling everyone and everybody knows. So when you come out and people are like, yeah, I got it. You're like, oh, hold on. This is supposed to shock you. Well, and then I told him. Let me have my moment. Well, I told him, I was like, you know when I knew? And he's like, when? I'm like, when you help my mom pick out a backsplash yeah. for our kitchen, okay, for my mom's kitchen. I don't even know what a backsplash is at the time. We were like 19. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know what a backsplash was. And he's like, get this one, get this. Oh, and definitely do these tiles to match the floor. And I was like, at that moment, when you understood what a backsplash was. I Mike Sugarman is listening to the podcast right now. Furious. No, ass. no, no. He, oh, he laughs Mike at this Sugarman. story, maybe. <laughs> but he knows. Uh, man, we, I mean, I got to come back down just to hang out with Mike Sugarman. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't make me go to Disney no, World. No, you have to go to Disney. Otherwise, you're not allowed to hang out with him. Or you have to at least wear Mickey Mouse ears. Anyway, so what'd you find on All me? All right. So we're just going to go. I mean, it's endless. It doesn't end. So Okay, because I, I can see you're still actively like, doing it right now. This, I actually took notes on your shit, so why don't I start? Well, I have I have screenshots of some good ones, but I was just going to go to the first one ever. And just be like, okay, this will buy you some time. No, then. I, there's no going back. I, I can't go back. It's just, it never ends. Were you in elementary school when you started this? <laughs> yeah, I just, you know what? There's probably kids now who are in adults that theirs did start in elementary school. Yeah, well, when did Facebook start? <coughs> to, hmm, I would say 2001, two, oh, one shit. or two, I would say. Well, can I, I found the first post you ever made okay. this is the first status that gasper ever wrote in the second coming of his the uh, first Facebook. coming of me probably didn't make much sense because it was like i had to have it for college that's why i wanted no, no, i wanted I had it to so have bad for college they made it. i went back and read some of my college shit though too we needed it for college and i still was writing like i'll be at the bar <laughs> like, no, like they made us like they were like posting homework assignments on it Oh, weird. That's yeah. weird to think about now. So, the first thing you ever wrote, the first words you ever wrote as a status, you're actually a pretty smart man. And this is honestly, this, this could be in the Bible. <laughs> the plots of baby books are so non compelling. This is a horse. This mice eats cheese. This cat has fur. End of book. What the hell was the plot of that story? Where was the conflict? What were the characters' goals? What was the resolution? Everything I ever learned about literature has just been disproven. <laughs> when was that from? Damn, I didn't write the date down, but it was something in 2015. Okay. okay. When was Gasper born? So that was my nephew was born. So I was probably reading oh, oh. a book to my Joe. I just fucking scrolled back. Literally miles and Facebook just shut down on me. That happened to me so many times when I was trying to find you. Right, I have some that I took pictures of. All right. So I'm going to stand by that statement because like, and now as a dad, I even think it even more so. Sometimes I read books of the kids and it's just like, it's like Mac sat. It's like Matt, Max sat. Next page. Pat sat. Next page. Matt and Pat sat. Next, next page. Matt sat with Pat. <laughs> Book's over. I'm like, well, what the hell did they do? Well, did they just sit? Is there something subliminally going on here? 
Fuck that book. <laughs> is one is is one of those paths Mike Sugarman? We don't know. So I listen. You there that those types of books are trying to keep teach kids how to read, Gasper. It's trying to get them to remember and recognize the AT sound. Okay, teacher. We'll just say in. I understand. And then also, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it's gonna be? Pat and Matt sat. Matt and Pat sat. And then they went to the gay bar and listened to Diana Ross all night. Like, what do you want? Well, at least that's more compelling. My son will be like, it wow, what's compelling. Diana Ross? Then there's follow-up questions we could talk about. That's good. That's good. I'll say this too. Sometimes I do read children's books because, you know, I make the children's books. Oh, yeah, we got to make one together. Aloud. People want to hear that. Oh, yeah. We do have to make People one together. Hear that would be, it's going to be great. Page after page, you doing it in your voice and me doing it in mine. We need to do oh, one it, that it has two be- characters in it. Two good characters, like, like two good, very, di- and like a moose or something. <laughs> and the moose is just straight up from Brooklyn. Yes. What the fuck? Why don't we just write a children's Wait, isn't book a squirrel this is and a moose? Stupid. Isn't that called Rocky and Bullwinkle? Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called Gasper and Joe. All right, we're going to write a book. I'm going to put that on the list of things. Honestly, I read children's books sometimes and I finish the book and I'm like, I could have fucking wrote that. Like, get me on three edibles and there's a book. Like, I write a children's book every time I'm high. I wrote a book about something and I mean, I, I didn't write. You'll have to tell me later. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like, I mean, I just wrote a premise of a book and I was like, this would do really well. But like, you know, then there's a kid's book. Oh, it's a kid's book, but it's adult. Like there's things that like as adults, we would find funny, mainly as a teacher adult, you would find funny. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Remind me, I have one more thing I have to tell you after we're done recording. Okay. Also, we need to figure out something where we do like the, where we do everything that we don't say on the podcast, we need to record and make like a super expensive thing for people to get. Like, okay, if you pay a hundred dollars for six months, you can get this off air shit that we talk about about before the podcast. Do we not do this every episode? We tell the people like, Oh, I'll tell you after someone messaged me. Remind me. I need to know the story of the Craigslist dad. (laughs) The dad I told you about that the guy got on Craigslist. They were like, I need more information. Yeah, I said, come to a show and I'll tell you in person. That story is wild. But the keywords for you to remind me of it, just tell me about a video that I made with somebody and it didn't end up happening. Just tell me that and I'll know exactly what to tell you. Okay, I just wrote it. Anyway. Um, all right, I got one for you, Joe. Joe. You all know, right, oh shit. You talk a lot of shit that I'm a big football fan, but I didn't realize that you were such a big Jets fan. Because you have a status that just straight up October 2015, let's go Jets. And it's a picture it's, of you dressed as- It says, let's get Jets. It's, it's a picture of you as Mario and Luigi, it looks like. And- <laughs> Oh my God, very good. And if you Gasper, look, it does look at the like picture that. closely, if you're on the YouTube, <laughs> there's Mario and Luigi Joe. So what is this Jets pizza? Is it like a Domino's? Listen, I got to be honest with you. I'm not trying to give them too much more PR over here because I shout this shit out like mad. Like if you're an OG follower, you know that I talk about Jets pizza all the time. Not only Jets pizza, specifically Jets all corner pizza, cheese and pepperoni with turbo crust. Okay, like that's what I'm talking about. They don't do shit. They never even sent me. 
I'm not I'm not saying you have to and I'm not being ungrateful, but like not like a, a one time a repost. I'm like, yo, do you know how many people are constantly sending me pictures of them driving long hours to get to Jets Pizza because I sent them to you? Like I'm trying to be in a Jets commercial. But what the, is it's it? It's such good pizza. It's like started in Michigan. It's it's Detroit style deep dish. It's just like the best it's so crunchy but gooey and cheesy What's an and meaty and pizza every saucy. slice has a corner every every slice is a corner so did they is yes. it isn't it like just a, a tiny square <laughs> no not a square so it would it's actually oh the pizza itself would be if you got an all corners pizza it's two squares that are cut into four so there's eight slices of pizza and every slice is a corner okay, yeah that makes sense that sounds good actually but that's the thing with with Detroit style pizza, you want the corner. Like you have to be the first one in the box or you might not get a corner because there's only four of them. Gotcha. Yeah, it's the it's the best. And Jets is the best. A very close contender is Buddies who I might have to, if Jets, if you're not going to take the bait, Jets, if you're not going to, if you're not going to take the bait, Jets, if you're not going to take the bait, Jets, I might have to reach out to Buddies. I want to try both of these. Your court. So Jets, if you're listening to this, which you probably are not. If you're listening, Jets, you're on thin ice, Jets. If you work okay? Jets. Also, the best ranch dressing ever, Gasper. Holy shit. And you dunk that shit because we're from the Midwest and we're disgusting. No, I do it too. Dunk it. Oh. Do you remember oh, when so we were good. in Canada, Joe? And we ate the the buffalo logs. Well, we were on the New York side of Canada and we ate the buffalo. Oh, my We ate God. buffalo logs, they were called. And they were they it were like little lumps of shit. Diabetes in a egg roll. <laughs> and, yeah, but it was like crazy. summer, hundred degrees in Buffalo, in the Canadian side of the, the American side of the Niagara Falls. And there was a pump that just pumped ranch out. Do you remember that? And it was just warm. It was just hot ranch out of a pump and outside. <laughs> and we were like, we were like, no, I ate no. it. You did it. <laughs> yeah, I, I ate it. But it was hot ranch at a pump that was outdoors. And we dipped. Gasper, that had botulism. We dipped our sure. buffalo logs in it, and it was disgusting. But and a bird also landed <laughs> on. A bird. <laughs> I a, forgot a, about that. A bird landed on my and, head, and I had to swat he it away. Motion, he tried to take my buffalo. He descended off. down on Joe's head, and <laughs> I didn't know how to react. I just just laughed. I just stared and laughed. And it was hysterical. <laughs> and Joe, there's like a the family Joe around the bird us. out, and there was just a family just watching as Joe was like, "I'll fucking murder your whole flock. Go back to Canada, you fuck." And the bird was just like, and the family was like gathering their children to run. And then Joe's like, "Did I? I think I apologize. Like, We're performing tonight. If you want to come see a show." If you want to come see us at the Buffalo Helium. Yeah. Jeez Louise. <laughs> oh, that warm That's ranch. That's crazy. All right. So, guy, what else do you got for me? Did did your shoe break at your wedding? <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> so, at, no, at Michael Sugarman's wedding. No way. That was Michael Sugarman's yeah, wedding? My, all right. So, he picked out very good tuxes for the people who were in it. Your tux was very sharp, or maybe it was just a suit. I was good. I don't know if I was in it. His wedding. Oh no, I was in it. Ga- was that Gasper who yeah. was in it? Is Gasper the ring yeah, bearer? Yeah, he was the ring bearer. 
Yeah, I was trying to figure it out. Gasper looks so little in that video that I in that picture that I wasn't sure if it was him or if you were chasing down a nephew. No, he's too. And there. it was he's your too, wedding. Yeah. So wow. So, all right, what happened was you know what Primark is, right? Is it? I'm guessing it's something like AliExpress. I don't know what AliExpress is. Like a Asian clothing company that when you order their clothes, they come to you like. 19 sizes too small yeah. and all sorts yeah, of yeah so like up. primark okay. is like it's I, I call them like a one wear outfit like you wash it you dry, you wear it you wash it you dry it you throw it in the garbage because <laughs> like as soon as you dry <laughs> okay. it it just shrinks like you know your medium sized shirt becomes a crop top like and then you're like oh i'll okay. buy a large so it'll become a medium that just shreds in the dryer <laughs> like whatever you want it to do it'll do the opposite I found a pair of shoes yeah. from Primark. They were so nice. They were 18 bucks. I still own them to this day. But while I was at the wedding, Those broken ass shoes they alligatored. Friend. They just like opened up. And Shoot. I was like, like, oh a shit. Mouth. But I crazy glued them. And they, <laughs> they work. I still own them. I wear them to all important <laughs> events. They were 18 bucks. And people always compliment me. They're like, oh, what are those? Are they like, you know, they'll say brands. I don't know shoe brands. Aldo. Is that a shoe brand? They kind of, they sort of a little bit looked like a knockoff. Gucci. Yeah. So like people will say like, oh, is that from Aldo? Is that Gucci? Is that this? I'm like, Primark, 18 bucks, crazy glued them. And they're like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> you know me, I'm not like, I don't give two shits about clothing or anything. Now, did Mike Sugarman get married outside? Yes, he did. It was freezing. It, it was where? November. And he, in Philly? In May. And he wore... What's that? And he wore red bottoms. He wore Louboutins? Oh, he, he you came know what? Let's out, just, out. Let's make this a Michael Sugarman-themed episode as well. He, oh, oh, my God. Wait. Holy <laughs> shit. We should make the title of this podcast, Happy New Year, Michael Sugarman. Yes. And when it comes out, he's going to be like, what is this? <laughs> okay, that's it, everybody. That's it. Okay. Don't tell him. No, yes. no I won't tell him. But yes, this episode will be dedicated to Michael Sugarman. So the New Year's episode, Mike, if you listen to this, it's a lot about you. I'm a and if you guys aren't catching on what this is, like if you're a first time listener, Gasper's brother in law's name is Michael Sugarman. Where I'm obsessed with him, I love Michael Sugarman, I, <laughs> but we do rag his ass out pretty often. So, all right, let me tell you. Sorry, let Michael me tell you a good Sugarman. story about him. While we're on the pod, while we're on the can't wait to have I cannot wait to have Michael Sugarman on the fucking podcast. So one day he so I go to his house, right? So he bought this bougie ass apartment when we were all living in Staten Island. We were like 22, 23. So he bought an apartment in this place called Irby. They charged like twenty eight hundred dollars for a room for an apartment literally the size of a closet. Like I'm talking, you walk in and everything is there, right there. Your bed, your living room, your kitchen, it's all right there. And he was paying $2,800 for it, maybe more. So he was like, oh, but Gasper, you know, you're making fun of it, but it's got a water bottle refilling station in the lobby. And I was like, you know what? I have one too. It's called my sink. I could refill all the water bottles. And he's like, you just don't get it. Like there's no filter on there. Like, you know, he was like very like adamantly defending the fact that he paid $2,800 <laughs> and he's like, but it was like in a, not a good neighborhood either. So it wasn't like, oh, it was like in a hard, a rough neighborhood on top of it. Okay. Wait. So I just sent Michael, me just saying a Michael Sugarman themed episode in, into the, I just filmed it and he just wrote, 
oh my God, I'm scared. Let me guess. You talk about Disney adult, my apartment, me being gay. And <laughs> what I'm about to say right now, he wrote. So I, I don't want to ruin the story though. So he had, so, <laughs> so, it, so he paid, just so you guys get a perspective into New York City, he was paying like $2,800 for a room that you're, probably is the size of your bedroom right now, but that was his whole apartment. So one day I'm helping him do something in his apartment and underneath his bed is like this pristine pressed in like plastic, a jacket, right? So I'm like, what is this? Yeah. So I take the jacket out and it's a Burberry jacket. And he paid like $2,000 for this jacket, but he didn't want to wear it because it was so expensive. <laughs> so he's like, well, I'm not going to wear it. I'm just going to keep it under my bed wrapped. So I was like, Mike, if I paid $2,000 for a jacket, I would never take it off. You'd, have, you'd be burying me in that jacket. Beach, I'd be wearing the jacket. <laughs> Wedding, I wouldn't buy a tux. I'd wear just that jacket. There's nothing I wouldn't do in that jacket. He buried it under his bed because he didn't want to wear it. So, like, this is the this is the life of him. So <laughs> then, at his beach, I'm wearing the jacket. So, and I told him this, and he's like, "You don't understand. Like, I wear it to special occasions." I was like everything's a fucking special occasion when something's $2,000. Going to get pizza, yeah. So, then at his wedding, he wore the lube of I don't know what they are, but I know they have red bombs. You know what he did with them after the wedding? Take a guess. Framed them or something. Because I'll tell you right now what I'd be doing. I'd wear them every fucking day till I had a crazy glue them back shut <laughs> because there'd be no escaping them. They'd be on my feet constantly. Did he put them in like a... Did he put him in like a picture box? Yes. Or like he a, put a, him in a memory window or whatever. And framed them and they put them on the wall. I said, why did you buy these shoes? What are you doing? With and what did he say? Oh, I really liked them. I mean, you didn't like them. And he goes, oh, well, when we take pictures and we're walking, you could see the reds. I said, Mike, for 50 bucks, I would have bought you red spray paint. I would have put tinfoil all around it. I would have made the most perfect red bottom dress shoe from Primark, $18. You could have paid me 50 and I would have did it. I would actually did it for free because it was your wedding. But he's like, oh, for pictures. I was like, picture. You know what we did for pictures for our wedding? Gasper, I got it. Polaroids. We took them. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Oh, I, okay, two things to say. One, first of all, Morgan's hot as fuck. Everybody reminds me of he's this. And yes, guy. I know. And Morgan also knows how to dress really, really well. And we have a joke that Morgan is like the put together one and I'm the funny one. So whenever Morgan is funny, which is often, he makes me laugh very hard, very often. But I'm always like, stay in your lane, be hot and dress well and do good math and let me tell jokes. <laughs> like it's just, just a joke that we have together that he hates, right? Like Asper will, I like have like two huge numbers and I'll be like, what's that? And he's like, no, you gotta do it. I'm like, why am I with you? I need someone to do it. You are him, do it. I can't. <laughs> so anyway, he dresses so well, but he doesn't spend a lot of money. Like the clothes that he, he has a few good pieces, right? But doesn't wear like designer shit. That's the thing. If you're stylish, you can like dress well for cheap. Today he came home in this jacket and I was like, God damn it. I want that. Like that looks so good. He's like, guess where I got this? I was like, 
bonobos. No idea where. He's like, I got this on Amazon Basics. Yeah, they have nice stuff. For $16. I was like, holy shit. Also, when you're like good looking and you're put together, things look better on you. Swear to God. Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. Like he has the same sweater. It looks like a frumpy fucking Afghan on me. When he wears this thing, I'm like, you're so hot. Now I have a question. I guess I never thought of this. It's hard not being the not hot one. Yes. As two gay men, (laughs) do you share clothes? There are pieces that we do fit in, but Morgan is smaller than me. Oh yeah. I forgot. He's like like a medium. (laughs) Right. And he, he always likes to tell me that I'm not as tall as I actually am. But yeah, we don't fit in the same pants at all. Every once in a while, there'll be like a shirt or a jacket or something that will fit into each other's up. Shit, that reminds me. Where'd that jacket go? Well, you know, it's fun. He's got a jacket on my Today, mind. Melissa and I actually watched You on Ellen because we were like talking about it. And I was like, oh, I, guess, I was like, I guess I really haven't watched the whole thing or I haven't in a while. Morgan's in it. What? You see Morgan in it? No. He was there both times. I, they show him? I didn't see him. Yeah, he's in the audience um, and he's like, they just gave me all the gifts. And he's like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Well, but anyway, when you stood up next to Ellen, I go, holy shit, I forgot how tall Joe was. I was like, Yeah, well, I had no idea how little she yeah. is. She is very little woman. Yeah, see, when I did, when I was on the show briefly, I was, it was virtual. It was during COVID. So like, I, I didn't yeah. see her. She was just in a box and so was I. So like we didn't like interact like that, but I was like I forgot, and then I was like, oh yeah, I guess I haven't seen you since Rhode Island in October. I gotta tell you something. This is no shade to other people. This is something that I like about you. Do you know how many people who do stand up got like spots like you did on shows, like different shows? Like you were in a you were in a, a quick segment on Allen, right? Do you know how many people? hold on to that shit and they're like as seen on the or or we'll have people introduce them and be like from the blah 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 show you never do like you well, de- I, was, well, I, I like just, that you don't try to be someone you're well, not I was just on it as a lincoln impersonator in a box <laughs> you know like if i was on the show but dude so many people do that shit and i'm always like and i'm like oh that's so cool and then i go look it up and it's like this much of their face or like when people are like, like an ah. extra in a movie and they're like i was in this movie and it's like are we talking about the same person i have no idea i don't think so yeah we no, are we're definitely not yeah we are no we definitely are you just don't know it all right well i'm gonna write that down for later because i don't know who you're talking about <laughs> wait so back to clothing real quick just a side note so i always like joke with my co-teacher the one that i mess with all the time by the way she came back to work today and the kids were like what the hell like we thought you were on the bachelor and i was like she didn't get the rose guys i'm like it didn't work uh, out for and her. And she had no idea about any no, of this. I told her, I told her. She was cracking up. Oh, I also I... put pictures of roses all around the board. But anyway, so she was like, Gasper, if you ever make it like really big and leave the classroom, can I be like your stylist? I was like, I could go to Target by myself. Like, I don't need you to get my $9 t-shirts from Target. So, but speaking <laughs> of, nice. I bought Target t-shirts a few days when I'm a medium. I bought them, I wore them, I dry them. They turn into crop tops on me. So I was like, no, nah, hell no. So I went back to Target. All these clothes were worn, dried and everything. I said to the lady, I go, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I wore these clothes. I washed them. I dried them. Here's the receipt. They turned into crop tops on me. I'm switching them for larges so that they could turn into mediums on me. And she was like, yeah, I don't care. And she said, she could care less. She was like, okay, oh, cool. Good. 
And I was like, that was Good. much less of a fight than I thought. I was like, so <laughs> I guess I'm out of here. Thank so you. I, Shout out to Target. Yeah, lady. I switched to larges and they fit in me great. Like everyone's like, wow. And, uh, you know, I, I look like a different person in them. Crop tops are in gas. You're going to wear one to Pride. When is that day? The whole month, right? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me get another status of yours. So, Joe, why were you? I don't really understand this. And I was trying to figure it out. What the hell was going on with? Oh, hold on. I just got a. I just got a text from Michael Sugarman. He said, "Listen, if you're talking about the coat, please really mention that it's a Burberry coat. It's an investment. It's still in perfect condition. <laughs> Joe will understand what I'm talking about." <laughs> Joe does not, Michael Sugarman. Joe, don't do that. Joe, don't do that. <laughs> I said, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you were like obsessed with something. I don't know what the hell was going on, but you said, I'm about to drive up to New York myself and induce labor. Enough is enough. Whose labor were you trying to induce in? I think I know. March 15th, something else. Give 2017. Me, give me something else. That's. Probably around the same day. Oh, what is come on, April. You can do it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There was a... Oh, I think I... Zoo. Okay. I'm now seeing it. I'm seeing... There was, a, there was a zoo with a giraffe named April from something, something New York. I think it was like a roadside zoo, sadly, now that I realize it. But they ha she was pregnant and they had a, a live stream on her. I actually so remember this. You could see when she had her baby, April the giraffe. I had it on 24-7 in my classroom and my kids were hype for this thing. <laughs> and I remember one day, guess, one of my kids were like, her, her, at her butthole is... It's moving. Her butthole is moving. What? Like, it was just live all, stream. That's of not the her giraffe? butthole. Live, this live stream was in her pen. You could see every move and she, she made. And she was just going to give waiting birth for and the baby. was going to watch it live? Jasper, we came back to school one day and there was a baby in there. And the kids were freaking out. We watched this thing for a month every day. Like they would be doing silent work time or independent reading or whatever it was. April's in the background. Like... <laughs> constantly we're watching this thing. Okay, that makes sense. And you were really, really, really into pizza. Like, that was like your thing. I still am. No, but you were like, I, I mean, I, like, you were like hardcore, like every other status is you just talking about something pizza related or pictures of pizza. <laughs> like, like, honestly, and I think one of these statuses say it and I still believe it. I think that pizza is one of the most beautiful foods because it is so diverse. You can have pizza anything it can represent any country any culture any person you can customize it to like who you, if you're like hippy dippy person you could probably make crystals pizza i don't know well, Joe, do you whatever remember like on october put juniper 15th berries on it 2015 when you just made an of obligatory pizza status <laughs> please tell me what i said that's literally what you wrote <laughs> obligatory pizza status Obligatory. Why can I not say this word? Obligatory. Obligatory. What the hell's wrong with me? Obligatory. 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 No. Obligatory. Gas. Obligatory. Obligatory. Yes, absolutely. Obligatory. Okay. Obligatory. <laughs> what the hell? 
Sure. Hey guys, come here. We have an obligatory meeting. No, that sounds weird. An obligatory meeting. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right, read. Obligatory pizza status. All right, I'm going to look up how to say obligatory into my computer and I'm going to have it pronounce it for us. That sounds great. I found one on you that was j- quite jarring, hold, I have to say. Before you say it, hold on. Obligatory. Oh, shit. Obligatory. Also, say, play, say it again. Obligatory. Whoever recorded that is a gay. <laughs> that is a gay guy. That's a gay man. <laughs> I could hear it. Takes on a no obligatory. one. Sorry. Obligatory. <laughs> yeah, obligatory. Like, calm down. It's just for dictionary.com. <laughs> They're like, it's. It's just obligatory, dude. Like, Webster's not actually here. I actually said that because I thought it sounded like me. <laughs> it was you. Anyway. It was you on this podcast. They just sound captured Obligatory. You. Obligatory. <laughs> okay. I did find something of you that needs full explanation. I have no idea why you... Are you with me? I am. I, I'm just looking at all the fucking weird pizza <laughs> shit. It just doesn't end. It's just pizza after pizza. Okay, go ahead. I told you. It was you. obligatory. I told I had you to... on the podcast. What? I tried to change my Facebook name to Joey DePizza. Well, it's better than Joey Music. Go ahead. <laughs> Joey Music was fucking badass. Except you didn't play okay. an instrument. <laughs> Just call me Joey Music again, ass. Okay, listen. There is a picture in your mom's home. I have no idea why she decided to frame this picture. <laughs> I don't know how... I don't know how old you are. It is the most Guido-ass shit I've ever seen in my life. You must be 16 years old. You are... Can I get easy? You're, you're <laughs> on your butt with your legs up, sort of, and your, like, arm out. You're in a straight-up beater with your hair all greased up with the fucking leather jacket swooped over your back like you're in the fa- the fonz. I was I was about to go fight the greasers in a in a big fight. Literally, it looks like he's about to either like full on audition for the Jersey Shore or start snapping his fingers and audition for the West Side Story. I don't know. You know what's funny? Growing up in Bensonhurst in Brooklyn, everybody was Guidos, like super like Jersey Shore, like Paulie D Guido, right? But it wasn't a thing back then. We didn't do it to do it for that. It was- You just were. That's what you were. Like everyone wore like white uptowns and those like white tank tops that have like the straps on the side. Like way before Paulie D and all those people on Jersey Shore were doing that, we were all doing that. And I had my hair in the flip. I had like, remember the flip? You still kind of do the flip. No, this is all spiked, but I do remember the flip. Yeah, like I used to cut my hair short and then flip it. And I used to put like the blonde highlights in it. Like my sister used to frost the tips of the front of my hair. And I used to, everybody in the neighborhood did it. It was just like the thing. But I was like the furthest from being a Guido as possible. Like I wasn't, like I I wore the big gold chain with the Jesus head on it, but I wasn't like, I wasn't like walking around like, hey, yo, fist bumping. Like I went to a club. No, to you. To me, maybe to a Midwesterner, I was a Guido, but I wasn't one. And I I definitely wasn't because all the Guidos I knew were like super Guido and they were tanning. They were doing all that stuff. I was doing none of that. I was playing football in the street. My friends, one time I wore an all orange sweatsuit. I looked like a traffic cone. I wasn't a Guido. (laughs) I was just a regular boy, but I liked wearing those tank tops. 
And anyway, I don't even know what the hell I'm telling this part of the story for, but so everyone wore that in the neighborhood. So one day my mom was like, oh, why don't we do some headshots? And cause I wanted to do like acting and stuff. So I was like, I got a good idea. I put on my best tank top cause I thought that would be appropriate. And I brought my leather jacket and I slung it over my shoulder and I just posed and deadpan looked at the camera and the photographer was like, this is it. Wait, the photographer was your mom? No, I went to up like the mall and I got this done and they were like- You went to Glamour Yes, shop. yes, yes. And they were like, this is it. I don't even think it was, it wasn't Glamour Shots. This was like Sears had like photos in it. Oh, God. And they were like, this is it. This is the shot. And I was like, yeah. So I sat there and I posed. My, my tricep looked huge in the picture though. <laughs> uh, in the remake too. Yeah, so then- my family thought it was freaking hysterical. Mind you guys, I wasn't a Guido growing up, just for the record. I went to a- To you. Just so you know, everyone went to a club. I went to a club with all my friends on a teen night and everyone was like, yeah, we're going to get like, you know, dubs and stuff. Like girls were going to dance on them. That was called like dubs at the time. And they were like, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And I was like, yo, I'm going to eat as many clementine oranges as I can before we go. And I ate like 60 <laughs> clementine oranges, little ones. I smelt like straight up orange. So I was dancing with this girl and she's like, what's that cologne? And I was like, I just ate a lot of oranges. And she was like, it smells so good. I was so citrusy. I couldn't stop peeing. I was in pain. So like, I wasn't like a club going Guido. I was fucking weird. Anyway. Yeah. So I took that picture. My family thought it was fucking hysterical. So they blew the picture up and put it in frames all around the house so every like room had this embarrassing photo of me. So then I recreated it years later, but my grandma at the time had a health aide, like a, like a home health aide that lived with her and would come everywhere with her. And she was like this older, like African woman. And she was in the background of the recreation, which then added all this like mystique to the photo. Cause everyone's like, it's you with holding the photo of you. And then like, there's this older African woman in the back. Is that your grandma? So then like it created this like story that like I was African amongst my friends that I had like African roots, but I'm Sicilian. So technically a lot of people in Sicily actually have African roots because Sicily was conquered by Africa for many years. So people actually believe it was a very strange thing, but I'll post the picture when this episode comes out so people can Jesus understand Christ, why. I did not think we were getting all that. Yeah. So, well, you asked the story and I told it to you. So I'm going to recreate it you again did. when I'm, I'm older. Now would be a good time. Oh, okay. Just, I just got to get through all the pizzas for you. You had some good Halloween costumes, I must say. All right. So there, this is... Yeah, Gasper. Also going through yours, every other picture you're in a different costume. Yeah, that's fine. I, I agree with you. So we are very similar. Okay. So here we go. Just convinced my mom that we went to this new IV bar called Stethoscope. Literally told her it's a new thing, like an oxygen bar, but it has an IV bar and they give you vodka IV and she bought it. I don't at all remember that, but it does sound like some bullshit that I would fuck around with my mom and tell her. I could probably tell her that right now. She'd have no, no recollection of it. I could... Wait, hold on. <laughs> Call her. <laughs> hey, 
And then if she'd be like, you don't listen to me, mom. I told you this back in 2015. You don't listen to nothing I say. Hello? Mom, I think I'm legally obligated to tell you that you're on the podcast right now. Oh my God. I, Gasper has, she can't hear you. Gasper has this idea when we go to New York, he wants to take us to this bar. It's called Bar IV. And what they do, it's like an oxygen bar, but instead of oxygen, they give you an a vodka IV. No, 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 no. Why? I'm not doing that. Why? Because <laughs> I'll, I'll throw up in the bar. I cannot do that. It's, no. apparently it's good for you. It's like a detox. Straight. Vodka, you will wind up in a New York emergency room. Well, that sounds terrible. <laughs> that sounds totally Yeah, Gasper said that's horrible. Okay, so, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and book it, and I'll talk to you soon. Don't you? I'm not going. Okay, bye, Mom. Love you. <laughs> bye. <laughs> She's genuinely concerned. <laughs> <laughs> she just hung up. She going. ran to you. I'm literally gonna have her convinced. She ran to your I'm father. It's all the way to when we go. <laughs> she just ran to your father. She's like Joe and Gasper. I doing some shit with us. It's very in dangerous. We're not going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. All right, what do you got for me? I got only one more. Yeah, that's fine. You never fully told me about how Melissa was commissioned to make jewelry for the Sex and the City remake. Oh, yeah. They saw her stuff, the costume designer, and the costume designer really liked it. And the costume designer and her talked through. She had to sign an NDA, so she didn't know who. I read a whole article that Melissa was in about how she signed an NDA. She didn't know what jewelry was for what characters. They just asked her to make different things so that when she saw the movie come out, she was jumping up and down, looking at all the characters like, holy shit. And we were like, okay, it's this size. So she's like, okay, she was looking at all the characters' wrists. She's like, it might be this one. It might be this one. Going based on their wrist sizes and everything. Right. Yeah. No, it was cool. Oh, that's so cool. So. All right, well, guys, I guess Joe's got to go. So uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Gas. I didn't mean to abruptly do this. Have a wonderful New Year's day, evening. Week. Happy New Year's to all of you and to Mike Sugarman. Especially you, Mike Sugarman. Thanks for listening, Mike. We appreciate you and all of you. Happy 2023, everybody. Bye, guys. See you on tour. 